Good morning, everyone. And good morning to all those who are watching online as well this morning. Today we are celebrating 10 years of our partnership with Mission of Hope Haiti. And unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances, President Brad Johnson wasn't able to be with us today. But we are going to be uh, seeing a video that he sent a little bit later this morning. And as is true in life here in Minnesota and in Haiti, sometimes you just got to roll with it, right? That's been what this year has been. <laughs> And the Lord is faithful all through the storms, and uh, that's what our text is about today. Last week, we kicked off our sermon series about being transformed by Jesus, realizing that knowing Jesus as our Savior and Lord gives us the saving grace that only He can give, but that also leads us into a life of being transformed daily by His presence with us. And you can see that in the lives of the disciples as they spend time with Jesus. You can see their faith is changed, their lives are changed as they see Jesus in action day after day. And in our text today, Jesus just finished with a long day of teaching. And to get a little bit of downtime, he suggested they get in a boat and go across the lake to the other side. So Jesus gets into the boat and he immediately hunkers down in the back of the boat and he takes a nap. Which I love, because if Jesus needed to take naps, what does that say about us, right? I love to nap. So uh, the boat gets about halfway across the lake and a furious storm uh, comes up. Now, I wanted to ask, how many of you have ever been on a boat out in the middle of a lake? Yep, lots of Minnesotans have done that. Have you ever been in a storm in a boat on a lake? So those of you raising your hands, do you think you could have slept through that? No. <laughs> it's quite amazing that Jesus is sleeping through this, and the disciples are amazed by it, too. They are terrified. They're afraid that they're going to die. And yet when they look at Jesus, their master, he is so completely unconcerned that he is asleep. And they could, that could either give them immediate confidence in their situation, or it could, and it did actually, make them mad. <laughs> because they woke up Jesus saying, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? If Jesus wasn't afraid, they interpreted that to mean that he didn't care if they survived or not. So before that situation was just terrifying, now it started to feel personal. Have you ever done that? See the storm all around you and felt like Jesus must be sleeping through it? Have you ever wanted to shake him awake and ask, Jesus, don't you see what's happening? Don't you care? And yet, like the disciples, we have something to learn here. Jesus isn't afraid. He's relaxed enough even to sleep, not because he doesn't care what happens to them. He's not afraid because he knows who has power over this storm. And he stands up and he tells the wind and the waves to be quiet, be still. And they are. And then the disciples have a whole different kind of fear. They're not afraid of dying anymore. This fear has something to do with living. That they can see there's a whole different level of what life is about that's right in front of them that they had been missing. And in answer to their question, don't you care? Jesus has a question of his own. Why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? What transforms a life from being one that's tossed around by fear to a life that's lived on the solid rock of faith? That only happens when you know the one who is with you through the storm and you know that he has the power to bring you to the other side. See, the faith that Jesus is asking for isn't faith that the storm will go away. 
It's faith that he can handle your storm too. Whether that means he'll calm it or he'll bring you through it. Even death can't stop this Savior. And when Jesus is your Lord, his resurrection shows you that he is the one who will get the last word over you and over me. So why are you so afraid? He gently asks us. Do you still have no faith? Scripture tells us that it's perfect love that casts out fear. And Jesus does care. He loves you enough to die for you. And that kind of love is not going to leave you alone in the storm. And yet storms like this do serve a purpose in the transformation of our faith. If the disciples never experienced this storm, they would never know that Jesus has the power to calm it. And it's often through the storms in our lives, too, that we learn the most about how Jesus is at work to transform us from the inside out. Jesus told his disciples and us, In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Have your storms in life sent you seeking Jesus? Have they changed you? Have you seen Jesus with you, even in them? Well, in our 10 years of partnership with Mission of Hope, we have heard and we've seen a lot of struggles in the people of Haiti, from earthquakes to hurricanes to political changes. There's been a lot of upheaval that could really toss them about. But through it all, we've seen Jesus' transformational love at work, changing hearts, changing lives in a way that brings a hope and a peace that leads on even through the storms of life. And we're going to move forward to see a video kind of recapping our 10 years of partnership with Mission of Hope. And as we play this video, I'd like to invite you to look for ways that Jesus has been at work through this partnership with Mission of Hope Haiti. As an organization following Jesus Christ, Mission of Hope exists to bring life transformation to every man, woman, and child in Haiti. In 2009, our church was looking for an international partnership to challenge our people to serve beyond our Minnesota borders. God led us to Mission to Hope Haiti. This year, through the grace of God and the generosity of our community, we have reached the 10-year mark of our partnership with Mission to Hope. This is something to celebrate. Through the faithfulness of Jesus Christ, Brad and Vanessa Johnson started Mission to Hope on a barren piece of land in 1998. They began with a school and a church but God had bigger plans. And over the years, it grew into a multi-campus ministry with a large network of schools, churches, and orphanages. They now feed 91,000 kids each day and equip a multitude of pastors and churches throughout Haiti. They empower and equip Haitians to transform their own nation. Mission of Hope aids and guides our church's efforts in Haiti and has helped us cultivate a strong relationship with the village of Susmala. Susmatla is a small village a mile down the road from Mission Hope's main campus and is known for its natural springs, which is why the name means waterbed in Haitian Creole. Many people displaced by the earthquake in 2010 moved here, and the unemployment rate is more than 80%. Over the years, Community of Grace has been able to develop a deep connection and love for the people here. Community of Grace has been faithfully sending teams to Mission Hope since 2010. When we look at Haiti through the eyes of Christ, we see the beauty and the hope he brings. On these trips, with open hearts and willing hands, we are able to take a next step with Jesus and support and witness the things Mission Hope is doing to bring life transformation to the people of Haiti. 
Our leaders on this trip are the village champions, Fritznell, Erlo, and Roslor. They are powerful leaders living in Susmatla, working through the local churches to meet the needs of their neighbors. They identify the projects our mission teams undertake and fund through the generosity of our church family. We're not just a bunch of Americans backing up a dump truck full of things we don't use anymore. We are a family loving and serving God together. Our first trip to Haiti was rescheduled due to a tragic earthquake in 2010. Three million people were affected by the earthquake and 230,000 lost their lives. Our team was the first non-emergency team to Mission Hope and the devastation, despair, and poverty we encountered broke our hearts. This experience spurred our church into action and strengthened our partnership. We knew we wanted to bring the transforming truth of Jesus Christ to every man, woman, and child in Haiti. An important moment for our church was when we began our partnership with Sue Smatla. Since then, we've built relationships with the same Haitian leaders, and we were able to focus our child sponsorships in one village. It has been a huge joy to come alongside the ministry of our village champions. We have so much to celebrate in the past 10 years. We've been able to pack a quarter of a million meals over the last four years. 108 different people have traveled to Haiti on our regular mission trips. We have built a life-changing water canal through the heart of Susmatla. 132 Haitian kids are sponsored by our community. We have constructed a community basketball court in Susmatla. We have brought over 4,000 gifts to our sponsor students and countless Haitian friends have become family. Community of Grace, Thank you for your time, prayers, donations, and love for Mission to Hope Haiti. Thank you for being the hands and feet of Jesus for our church family 2,200 miles south. We have seen what your generosity means firsthand, and so have the people of Haiti. As much love as Community Grace has poured into Haiti, we have received infinitely more. We are truly honored to see and experience the heart of the Father through the people of Haiti. And yet, the mission of hope continues, and we're not done yet. We get to celebrate 10 years of ministry in Haiti and lean into God's plan for what He will do in the next 10 years. And uh, as I was uh, thinking about this, I was sitting in my office uh, last night, and honestly, this is not my gig. It is not uh, speaking. I'm the talented people that can do this. Um, and so I was, um, I was a little nervous about it, but I know the material pretty well. <laughs> um, but I decided to go ahead and have a little time of inspiration. A lot of times a video like this um, really touches my heart. I love seeing the visual aspect of things. And I was looking through pictures on my computer um, from the very beginning. And I was just remembering, reminiscing, and uh, um, it kind of brought me back to the beginning of where this partnership began. And I thought I'd just share a little bit about that. Um, and because I don't think that's pretty well known now. Now that's 10 years past. And uh, um, 
some of those things about looking through those pictures too, I, I don't know for you guys, I love to look at old family photos. And for me, looking through there, um, I got to see, um, well, myself 10 years younger, which is kind of nice. Um, Andy Collins a little younger and a few other people um, here. Um, and also to see people I didn't know in the photos, um, but I know now. I saw kids at the orphanage that I didn't know back in 2010, but now know um, pretty well or recognize pretty uh, a lot. So it was very fun to kind of look through that. Um, back in 2008, um, a pretty uh, unknown guy called Steve Turnbull was the senior pastor. And uh, he had decided that we really wanted to develop some um, intentional partnerships in service. And so he went ahead and said, we're going to do something local. We're going to do something within kind of the Twin Cities. And we'd really like to do something international. And um, so he went ahead and formed a group, uh, a task force, to be able to pursue a partnership um, someplace international. And I know um, I was on that group. There's a handful of us that were on that group. And uh, we were looking into many different things. I know I had my sights on a place in Kenya um, that I had connection with from youth ministry times. But after we did some internet searching, kind of weird to think that this came because of an internet search, thank you, Google, um, that uh, we came up with this place in Haiti called Mission of Hope, kind of a small organization at the time. And so it kind of fit the criteria that we were looking at for this group. And so we developed, we went ahead and grabbed Steve, Steve and the leader, I think of the missions at this point in time, John Hunter and myself, uh, us three guys went to Mission of Hope in 2009. And uh, we didn't know what we were getting ourselves into. And it was um, a pretty cool vision trip. Um, we, they call it vision trip because you're just there for a couple of days and they want to just kind of give you the vision of what Mission of Hope was at. And like I said, it was a smaller organization um, and they were just recovering from a hurricane that had gone through the year before. And so there was washed out roads and um, Mission of Hope was at a place where it could host about uh, 40 people maximum and uh, had just one school and was working with um, one orphanage and, and uh, kind of on the cusp of different things. I remember going into the warehouse even then, and I had a picture of it when I was reminiscing of Feed My Starving Children Food back in 2009 was it already in their warehouse, and we were already very con conscious of that, took a picture of that. Um, but we came away from that trip very impressed with Mission of Hope. Um, so much so I can remember John saying, John was a, a very experienced person in missions. I think he had done a lot of uh, stuff in Africa and with Wells. And he just said, Mission of Hope really has it together. I'm very impressed. I'd really recommend this. And so we went ahead and scheduled our first trip to be in February of 2010. And uh, we had... Um, 16 people, I believe, go. And um, 
And unfortunately, in January of 2010, a massive earthquake hit. And as shared about it in the video, um, just a massive earthquake right close to Port-au-Prince. And like it said, 230,000 people died in that earthquake. Three million people were displaced um, due to that. Um, and it was just chaos. And so our, our, our team's trip was, was put on pause as emergency teams flooded into Haiti. And um, eventually, they got to a point in March where they were allowing teams to come in. And our team was the first non-emergency team to come into Haiti. And when we flew in, it was, it was unlike you would believe. Um, the, earth, the earthquake had crushed the airport. Um, we flew in and, and turned the plane around and walked off the plane and went to a warehouse to get our luggage. And it was just kind of like the Wild West there um, because people were in desperation. Um, the whole thing, um, when we left the airport, there were tents lined up along the street all around the airport looking for help. Um, as we drove out, to Port of, uh, out of Port-au-Prince to Mission of Hope, there was just uh, hillsides full of temporary tents that some great organizations came in and gave them temporary relief, but it was just um, living conditions that nobody would want to encounter. Um, our group, uh, you could tell Mission of Hope had just gone through weeks of great uh, relief work, but intense. And they were a little bit like, oh, there's just a regular group here. And we're like, hey, this is our first time in Haiti. Um, <laughs> and so they, they put us to work. That was the hardest work I had done in my years in Haiti. Um, a lot of concrete work. <laughs> um, and, but we also were, we went out into Haiti, um, into some of the orphanages and different places. And we experienced poverty um, like I have never, never encountered, um, poverty that I have not encountered since then. Um, um, kids with malnutrition where their hair is starting to go orange um, because they haven't eaten or eaten well enough. Um, it, was, it was heartbreaking. And like the video said, that spurred our church into action. I know it, it was a marker within my faith and also within the, um, the people that were there. And that solidified our commitment to Mission of Hope. Um, that journey started a 10-year partnership that we're here to today. And 108 different people um, have gone on these trips. I think there's like 13 total trips um, through the time. And if you're one of those people, could you stand? I'd love to have you stand. Let's give them a round of applause. <laughs> Many of you um, have had to put up with me for a week or a couple weeks, so congratulations. 
Uh, you made it. I, I have a motto when we go to Haiti, I only leave the people behind that I want to. So I brought you back. Um, but uh, yeah, we've had anywhere from age seven to age 85 go on that trip. And uh, it's been a pleasure to be able to serve with you. I know as a church, we feel very well supported. Um, we feel um, just a huge blessing to be able to be equipped as a church. If you haven't gone, that's fine. That's okay. Um, I'd love to have you go sometime. But if that's not your calling, um, we have felt so supported by our church community every time that we've gone. And so thank you so much. I've brought some photos with me of our first trips. Uh, see, this is our first trip um, with just Steve, myself, John Hunter on the left. Um, and uh, John unfortunately passed away a couple of years after that trip, but left this legacy of Mission of Hope. This is our first full trip of the 16 that went with the, the earthquake. And they're just going to cycle through some of these. I, um, yeah, that was the, the, the second official trip. And through these trips, we've done a lot of different things. And I think for me, the main thing that I've come away with is the partnership, is the relationships, and the relationships with you guys, um, with the Haitians, with the, the, the Mission of Hope staff. And it has been something where I try to tell um, Haitians that, yes, we come to serve. We come to serve. Um, but a lot of times, the Haitians impact our lives more so than we impact their lives. And it's hard for them to understand that. But I think as we've gone year after year, um, it has really um, been something that has continued to grow. A lot of these Haitian leaders, the Fritznell, Erlo, uh, Olkeen, and Roslor, we Facebook message um, on, on a very regular basis. And so this is a trip my kids went on. And then this, this last uh, picture is uh, our last trip that we went on. Um, very fun to, to be able to share those with you guys. And lastly, the, the one thing I'd like to share with you is, um, is a life that's really changed my life and also changed, um, I've seen Mission Hope be, uh, change their life. But back in 2012, um, my family and I had been sponsoring a kid from Compassion, which was a, gr a great organization. Um, but that person got done with their sponsorship, and so we were all excited to sponsor some kid from, from Mission of Hope. And we decided to sponsor a kid that is in the orphanage. And I'd had a couple of trips by then and had gotten to know some of the kids, but I didn't know this kid at all. His name is Linder. And if you can show that first photo, back in 2012, I met my sponsorship kid. And he was about 12 years old, I believe. And um, he had come from another orphanage to Mission Hope Orphanage. The orphanage that we was at, um, there were some things that were going on that were not so good. And uh, he was a pretty timid, shy. Um, he'd gone through some, some rough stuff. Um, and so 
year after year, I had the privilege of being able to lead this trip and be able to spend a couple, couple different days, a couple different times with him. And I, every year, I got to come back and see him. It, you just saw the life transformation being happening in his life. I would check in with him. For a while there, I had to use a translator, and as he grew in school, his English got better and better. And so um, these days, I just get to correspond with him. Um, we Facebook message um, every once in a while. And just a couple years ago, the next photo, my family and I, um, my family got to come and got to meet him. And uh, the joke around our house was, it was basically when we do prayers with our kids, grandma and grandpa, um, um, both sets of grandma and grandpas would be prayed for. And then Linder got like the second place. And so it was so fun for them to meet him, um, be able to play soccer with him. I know uh, they just really enjoyed that time. And he really enjoyed that time too because I'd been talking about him. I'd bring videos on my phone and share it with him. And um, it was really special. Um, and then he's getting within a year or two of graduating. It's so amazing. But you've just seen year after year that life transformation that's come. Um, through Mission of Hope. And I know um, we've had 10 years, but I know um, there's some amazing things on the frontier that Mission of Hope has for the next 10 years. And it, um, Brad really wishes he could have been here to share about that. Uh, I got to talk with him a couple of times over the last couple of days. And he was able to go ahead and put together a video just yesterday that he filmed for us and thought we'd share with that um, right now. Good morning, Community of Grace Church. It is good to be with you today. I'm really sorry that I couldn't be with you in person. I'd planned to, but something unexpectedly came up and I, was, I had to stay right where I'm at. So I apologize for that. But today, I wanna celebrate with you what God has done over the last 10 years. You all have been incredible partners and we're blessed that we've been able to run together to advance God's kingdom. You know, Mission of Hope is celebrating our 20th year and we're celebrating together our 10th year. So you've been with us literally half of the time that we've been called to serve in Haiti. So thank you for being a part of that. Together, we've seen so many lives changed. You all have jumped in and sponsored hundreds of kids, which is incredible. That's a prayer that's been answered for their moms. The moms have been praying, will my child be able to go to school? Will my child be able to have a daily nutritious meal? And you answered that prayer. So I wanna say thank you for those that had sponsored children and, and really changed their lives and changed the course of the country. I also wanna say thank you to all those that have bought the merchandise that's come up. You've changed the lives of women that have been making those things and we buy them and, and then bring them to the States and because you purchased them, it's changed our lives. Now. The village of Sus Matla, you all have partnered with them. They know your names. Many of you know their names and God has used you to really transform that village. Now they have healthy drinking water. Uh, and so we're blessed that you've chosen them to, to partner with. Also, as you did yesterday, packing meals. For years now, you've packed meals. Hundreds of thousands of children have eaten nutritious meals because of what you've done, coming together and packing them and sending them to Haiti. So this morning, I just wanna say thank you. 
Thank you for partnering with Mission of Hope to bring life transformation to every man, woman, and child in Haiti. The work you're doing is incredibly important, and it has answered the prayers of moms. It has changed a village, and it's feeding thousands. So we celebrate, celebrate that today. As well, I just want to tell you that many of you have welcomed our family in. And I just want to say thank you for that. We feel like you are family, and when we come and visit, we, it, it's like we're coming home. So thank you for bringing us into your family. And with that, I wanted to tell you a little bit about what's going on in Haiti, because we are family. Many people have asked and heard about the political problems in Haiti in the last few months. Uh, because of that, we've made a decision to stop sending mobilization teams there. Now, that doesn't mean we've stopped doing ministry at all. It just means we're not sending North Americans in. And the, the great thing about that is what God has done is if I could take you to Haiti right now, you would see 750 full-time staff leading in incredible ways. All the ministries have gone forward. And I want to tell you, last year when I was there, I told you about some exciting things that are coming. Well, some of it has already happened. Last spring, the founders of Baptist Haiti Mission came to us and asked us, if we would take the ministry they had been leading for 75 years. Now they're in their 90s and when I was a young child, I would go to their ministry and I would learn from them and I would see what they had done and they really became the gold standard of ministry in Haiti. They've reached thousands and thousands and changed the culture of the entire nation. Well, just a few things that they've accomplished over that time is incredible. They've established 350 churches all throughout the island. They have over 350 schools that are teaching children with 58,000 children in them. They also have a 60-bed hospital that's evolved over the years where it used to be for people with tuberculosis and now it's treating thousands in most, multiple different areas of, of needs. And also, they have a zoo on one of their campuses. You can pet uh, anything from goats to look at an alligator. And the reason they did that is because they wanted the kids of Haiti to see what God had created. They've truly changed the culture, and it was an incredible honor for them to come to us and say, would you take this and go the next 75 years? One of the most powerful things that Eleanor, the, one of the founders, said to me, she said, Brad, we've reached 50% of the population, but now it's up to you and Mission of Hope and the people that work with you to reach the next 50%. That's what we're excited about is our Haitian staff and our teams and partners like you helping us reach that next 50% so truly we can get to every man, woman, and child hearing and feeling and seeing the love of Jesus. Some other exciting things that God has done, though, is he's, he's led us to the Turks and Caicos and the Dominican Republic. Why are we there? The reason we went there is because right after the, the hurricanes that went through a few years ago, we visited the Turks to help. And what we found was an incredible Haitian population that was hurting. We served them and we moved on. And we really thought we were just gonna go back to Haiti and, and be just Haiti. But our Haitian staff that went over to the Turks and Caicos said, we can't leave them. They're our people and they're hurting. So now we've established a ministry there where we're serving the people of the Turks and Caicos through the churches and we're taking groups over. As well, we've went to the Dominican Republic because there's over a million Haitians there. We share the island, Haiti and the Dominican does. And so for us to go over there and serve and work with the Haitian population and the Dominicans is an incredible honor as well. We've been able to do that all because we have partners like you. So today, I just wanna celebrate this partnership. You guys have made an incredible difference in Haiti in the lives of so many children, so many ladies, fed so many people, and we just say thank you. 
It's an honor to partner with you. It's a blessing. And I can't even imagine what God's going to do with the next 10 years after looking back at the incredible things he's done with the previous. Thank you so much for partnering with us. God bless you. Would you please pray with me? Lord Jesus, you are faithful. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we thank you, Lord, through all the ups and downs, through the storms of life, that we can rely on you to be with us through those storms. And that sometimes even through those storms, Lord, you open up new opportunities for us to put our trust in you and to see how you're at work. So we pray today, Lord, for all these new ventures that are opening up through Mission of Hope. Lord, we pray for your blessing on the forward momentum as they're taking over the ministry of others to expand them. We thank you, Lord, for opening up ministry to the islands of Turks and Caicos. Lord, we pray that you would bless those new efforts. We pray that you would bless their outreach into the Dominican Republic and uh, those Haitians there that they're serving. We pray that you would continue, Lord, to expand the ministry and that many lives may be touched and changed. We thank you, Lord, for all the ways that you have been faithful through the last 10 years of our partnership with Mission of Hope. And we thank you, Lord, for all the lives that have been changed forever uh, by the things that have been done uh, by your spirit. We pray, Lord, that you would continue to show us how you are faithful through the ups and downs, through the storms. And we, we pray blessings over Mission of Hope and through our partnership with them. And we also pray, Lord, that you would show us your presence in the storms in our lives as well. Lord, that you would show us your faithfulness and your grace, uh, that you are the God of hope, and that you are the God who brings us into the mission of hope everywhere that we are, even right here. So Lord, thank you for your faithfulness through this partnership and in every day. And all these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We're